Welcome to the Inspired Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Wyrock. I'm a business owner and coach who is dedicated to my own growth mindset and helping others find theirs. This is the podcast where you will find the inspiration that will help you grow your business and reach your goals. If you're looking to scale your business while being inspired, encouraged, and empowered, this is the show for you. Let's dig right in. Hello, hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm super excited to have you here with me today, and I'm excited because I need to step back into it. It's been a few weeks since I have had an opportunity to record an episode, and I'm going to be honest, oh, those weeks have been rough, but I knew that the only way to get back on the bike is to get back on the bike. So here I am. I'm excited to share some of this content with you, especially because I know that this topic in particular has been kind of marinating with me for a couple of different reasons. And so it's time for me to share it. It's time for me to bring what I'm learning, how I am being inspired, and hopefully see you inspired in the same way. So today I want to talk about something that in truth might be hard to hear. And I'm going to say that because it's hard to hear when I share something like this with a friend. And as a mom, it's hard for my kids to hear it when I say something like this to them. You know, as a mom who is also a business owner or as a business owner who is also a mom, I don't know about you, but I find that I'm often inspired in both directions. Sometimes as a business owner, I find inspiration to keep going as a mom, to apply to my motherhood, to my efforts with my kids. And sometimes it's the other way around. Sometimes my conversations that happen as a mom of three very active preteen and teenage daughters is exactly what I need as a business owner. And in this particular case, it is the latter. It's definitely my time and conversations as a mom influencing where I'm at as a business owner. So in a minute, I will share exactly where this conversation kind of came up, but the topic today is not knowing how is not an excuse. Not knowing how to do something or how to proceed or how to get to the next step is not an excuse for not going. I said earlier that this is a hard one to hear because there are times when the not knowing is terrifying, when the not knowing is paralyzing, when the not knowing literally stops you in your tracks. And I want to just pause and recognize that, that if you are in a place where the not knowing, it's got you caught up, it's got you trapped or feeling stuck, that is okay. But I'm hoping today it might be the encouragement or that little nudge that you need to move beyond that. So I said earlier that this was mom influencing or inspiring business, right? Not the other way around, which it happens both ways. But in this particular case, it was definitely my mom life influencing my business life. I mentioned many times that I have three daughters My youngest one, man, she is a spitfire and 
because she has two older sisters, there's probably a little bit of growing up faster than it happened for her big sisters, right? Because she's the youngest. And while I want to protect her from some of that, she's just, she sees things and she's exposed to things and she hears conversations that are kind of beyond her years. And for that reason, I also would have to say she is wise beyond her years. She is incredibly wise. She doesn't miss a beat. She observes so much, especially when it comes to my interactions with her big sisters. And so she gets it. She does. She grabs onto those concepts, I would say, earlier than most kids her age. Maybe that's just the mom and me. I 100% accept and receive that. But I do think that for my youngest. Well, over the last couple of weeks, she has started school and is kind of finding herself in this no man's land. She is in her final year of elementary school. She's not quite a middle schooler. She doesn't always quite fit in with some of the kids that she had before. She's a part of a new soccer team. Like it just is a whole lot of new and unknown and honestly uncomfortable for her. And so I've watched her really navigate this over the last few weeks. And some days she is taking it in stride and she is, like I said, mature beyond her years. And other days she's like, this stinks, mom. I don't feel like I'm connecting with this friend the same way, or I'm on a new soccer team, so I don't know anyone, and I feel really out of place, and I feel nervous and anxious about these circumstances, and I am supposed to have a new instrument, and what if I'm not good at the instrument, and all of these different pieces that she's navigating, and I'm watching her do this, and honestly, as a mom, I'm trying to gauge, like, what's my role here? How much do I step in? How much do I hang back? How much do I let her figure out? You know, so there is some of that. And if you are a mom, like, give me a shout out. You know what I'm talking about, right? There's always that dance of how much do I do and how much do I don't do. But one of the things that as we were walking to school the other day, she's my only kiddo that allows me to still walk her to school. Everyone else would be mortified if I did that. But we walked to school most mornings. And as we were walking to school, she was kind of lamenting, you know, the, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. What if this happens? What if that happens? I don't know how to do this. I don't know what to do with this. And I was really quiet. And I'll be honest, I was battling in my own head because I'm dealing with some of my own I don't knows, right? And I was listening to her and I thought, well, I can't tell her to snap out of it because I don't know. And I feel caught sometimes. And as I was silent and just letting her vent and share, she suddenly kind of paused and she said, I don't know, but I guess that's not really an excuse. (laughs) And I was really caught off guard when she first said that because I thought, well, okay, where did that come from? And So I I looked at her and I said, what do you mean it's not an excuse? And she said, well, I know what I need to do and I don't know something. And I was floored, guys. You know, I would love to take credit for that wisdom, but I can't. And so I, you know, of course, we had like three more minutes that we're walking. And I was like, well, what do you mean? You know what you need to do when you don't know something. And she said, well, like, first of all, 
I know how to look things up. I know how to find out things. I know how to get information if I need to. Okay. I said, so what happens once you get the information? She said, I have to be better at asking for help, (laughs) which is something that we talk about a lot in this family. Um, Self-advocacy is incredibly important. You have to be willing to ask for help. You have to be willing to recognize when you need help. When you stop asking for help, when you stop recognizing your need for help, that is a sign that you're just kind of spinning and you're just kind of stuck. And so one of the biggest things I say as a mom over and over and over again was, have you asked for help? Whether it's asking me for help, it's asking a teacher for help, it's asking a public servant, a police officer, whoever for help, but have you asked for help? Because when you know that you're not able or when you know that you are lacking in some area, we often need help, right? And that is something that, Kids need to know, but adults need to know as well. So anyway, once I, you know, kind of know that I don't know how to do something, I need to ask for help. Okay, so, and then what? And she said, and then I just need to do something about it. And guys, here I am walking my 10, almost 11-year-old to school, and I'm getting a gut check, a total gut check, because I have been stuck in some of these places recently prior to this. There's so many moments that I can think of in life, in business, in relationships that I have felt this feeling of, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do this. I don't know what to do next. And I've let that be my excuse. And here I am getting educated by my 10-year-old she is about to turn 11, but still by my 10 year old, that not knowing how is not an excuse. So I want to take these three things that she shared with me. We live less than a quarter mile from the school on our very short walk to school and unpack them in a way that we as business owners can really take it as inspiration and a challenge to do better. And so the first one she said was, I know how to look things up. My kids say, can you search it up? They don't say Google it. They don't say, can you look that up for me? They say, search it up, mom. And that is something that we have really talked about is that we have so many resources at our fingertips. I mean, my kids, they all have phones. They all have technology. The schools really lean heavily on technology. So my kids are growing up in a day and age where this is second nature, right? I, on the other hand, if I wanted to search something up, I had to like go through the long process of doing dial-up internet (laughs) and had to get online 30 minutes in before I could even quote unquote search something up. But now my kids, it's at their fingertips. So they know this. So she's essentially saying to me, mom, I have access to look things up. If there's a question that I have or there's something that I don't know, there is probably an answer to be found. Now, don't get me wrong, the internet and it can lead you astray. I've had to work with my kids that not everything on the internet is necessarily true. Not everything that you read is necessarily gospel. Like you've got to be cautious and careful about that. But we have talked a lot about how you have resources and tools at your fingertips. So why are you not using them? Where have you done your research? It's one of the first questions that I ask my kid. So I am going to turn that question around on us as entrepreneurs and business owners, and I want to say, where have you done your research? You don't know how to do something. You don't know what the next move is. You don't know how to pull something off. 
okay, what research have you done? Where have you looked into it? Where have you leaned into other people? Where have you networked with people who have done this before you? Where have you asked the questions? Have you searched it up? Because if you haven't searched it up, you are choosing to stay stuck. It doesn't mean that your search is going to give you all the answers. It doesn't mean that the research is the end all and be all because I know plenty of people who have spent so much time researching things that they still just stay in the research phase and they never move beyond that. But if you are feeling like you don't know how to do something, take a note from my 10-year-old and do your research. Search it up. Look around you at the resources that you have around you. Maybe it's a group that you're a part of on social media. Maybe there are people inside of that group that would be a fount of knowledge for you. Maybe they would be an excellent place to start of just asking some questions. Maybe there is a course that you can check out that will help you with the what's next. I don't know what the next thing is. I don't know what the I don't know how thing is. But if there is something that has you saying, I don't know how, I would venture to say you probably need to take a step towards doing some research. Search it up, friends. The second thing that she talked about was the asking for help. And I want to hang out on this for just a little while because this one, oh man, it's hard. It's hard to ask for help. It's hard to admit that you don't know what you're doing. It's hard to admit that you don't know the right next step. You know, as a mom who's trying to teach her kids to self-advocate and to speak up, I think I realized several years ago that if my kids only heard me say it and not do it, they might still grab onto it. They might learn it, but their learning will come so much quicker and it will be so much richer if they witness someone in authority over them doing the thing that they're teaching them, right? We all know this. Like it's that whole, you know, do as I say, not as I do. That doesn't go over well. And we need to be acting it out. So as a parent, that is something that I have practiced a lot. Asking for help when I need it. Self-advocating, speaking up, saying, I don't understand this. I need more context to this. I need to understand this more. I can't finish this at the time that I thought I was going to be. Whatever it might be, self-advocating, asking for help, speaking up, and saying your truth is something that as a mom, I've really... I've felt a draw towards and I've had to do over the last few years, but as a business owner, it is so hard. It's so hard to speak up and say, I'm so sorry, I am not going to be able to complete that in the time that I thought I was, or I need more information, or I need help, I need to bring someone on, whatever it might be. Those are some of the hardest things to say as an entrepreneur. And because so many of us have not just an entrepreneurial mindset, but a solopreneur mindset, we actually have started to glorify this idea that I should be able to do it all on my own. And if I can't do it all on my own, something's wrong. And I just want to call that out as total bullcrap. It is not the truth. It is not 
healthy. It is not a good mindset for us to have. And we have to start breaking away from that and leaning into other people's expertise. I lead a team of seven or eight people. They are all fabulous. They all have an incredible zone of genius. And I don't even try to pretend that I know how to do all of their jobs. Actually, the opposite, because I feel like if I pretended to be able to do all of their jobs, there might even be this sense that I don't really need them. And the reality is, is I do need them. And so I am very clear with them routinely. Now I'll ask them for help. I will ask them questions. I will ask for clarification, but I am very, very quick to say, I don't actually know how to do that. So I'm leaning into you and I'm leaning into your expertise and I am asking you for the help that I need. So my question would be, if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling uncertain, if you're sitting here thinking, I don't know what to do next, or I don't know how to do it, I would ask you, have you asked for help? Have you sought out the help of experts? Have you sought out the help of a coach? Where have you asked for help for someone to specifically speak into the area that you need help with? And then finally... I love this one where she said, and then I just need to do it. (laughs) I just need to like get up and do it. And I think that that is such an important lesson for us as entrepreneurs that we can also get really caught up in the like research and seeker phase and forget that so much is learned through taking action. When we take action, we learn really quickly. We have a chance for failure. We have a chance for falling flat on our face. We have a chance for some success, but we definitely, definitely, definitely will never know if we don't take action. So if you are sitting here thinking, okay, I've done the research, I've asked for help, but I just still feel like I don't know. Well, friend, it is time to get up and get moving. It's time to get up and get moving. When I knew that it was time for me to make the departure from my nine to five and move into my business, there were so many unknowns. There were a ton of things that I didn't know. And honestly, I didn't know for months and I then later had to learn them. But I took action. And while I don't do that all the time, I'm not even gonna pretend that that's always my MO, that paid off so much because I was learning so much as I went, not just from the things that I was succeeding at, but the things that I was not succeeding at, the things that I was failing at. They taught me more, truthfully, than my successes. So if you are feeling stuck in that place, my question would be, is it time to get up and get moving? Is it time to take action? When I was really thinking about this this morning and preparing for this podcast, I was thinking about teaching my kids how to ride a bike, okay? So there is, I guess there's some research involved. You have to know, you know, just the basic, how do I get them to get momentum? How do I get them to get going? Obviously, they do ask for help because, you know, you're running alongside them, holding onto their seat, praying that they don't fly off over the handlebars. Like, you're doing all of these things with riding a bike, but... All of that, if they just sat and they researched how to ride a bike and they even asked someone to maybe help them get on the bike or how to put on their helmet or how to do these different things, but they never just took off and they never had that experience of feeling what it feels like to have to find your center of gravity. 
if they never had to experience what it feels like to lean too far one direction and fall over, if they never had to experience what it feels like to literally bail off of your bike into the grass because you're headed for a wall, whatever it might be, if they've never had to feel that, then they don't actually know how to ride a bike. See, so much of our learning, so much of our skills come from the things that we do wrong the first few times. My oldest daughter, when she was learning how to ride a bike, she had these long, lanky legs and she kind of would like try to use her legs and the way she pedaled for balance, almost like putting your arms out to the side, but instead she was kind of like flailing her knees out to the side. And actually that movement was creating less balance for her. It was creating a problem and it was making her kind of tippy on the bike. And so she would fall over. And after we kind of talked with her and she could feel what it felt like to lose that balance, she could feel that failure in learning how to ride the bike. She finally started to figure out what she needed to do with her body in order to be successful at riding her bike. So the sense of I have to have it all figured out before I take action is a lie. It is something that is going to keep you immobilized and trapped if you don't just dive in. So taking action, even when you don't have your center of gravity, taking action, even when you don't have your balance, taking action, even when you don't have all the skills that you need is what it's going to take to get there. So don't be afraid of taking action and then having some crash and burns. Don't be afraid of taking action and then feeling like you aren't the best at it. Don't be afraid of taking action and feeling a little wobbly because it is through that process of doing your research, asking for help, and then getting going. Friend, you're gonna find your stride. You're going to learn so much. You're gonna crush it. But if you stay stuck and you use not knowing how as an excuse, you never will. Friends, that is what I have for today. I absolutely adore being a mom and I adore the things that my incredible kids teach me. And I hope today, (laughs) I hope today that you have found some inspiration, really not from me, (laughs) but from my 10 year old and what she is teaching me and hopefully what, what we're learning together. I will talk with you on the next episode hope you're doing great friend. Talk with you soon. You've just listened to another episode of the inspired biz podcast. Thank you for tuning in. If you have found your business inspiration today, we want to know, take a moment to leave a review and share this episode with someone, you know, looking for their own inspiration. We'd love to have you join our online community on Instagram and Facebook at socially inspired management, or check out sociallyinspiredmanagement.com to learn more about how we can support you to grow your biz. We'll see you next week.